still clap. <laughs> Do we not need to clap anymore? <laughs> no, I like it. I like the clap. You never dap me up, by the way. I tried to dap you up. I'm trying to like get the culture up on the pod, like oh, get the yeah. chemistry level high, and tried to dap you up, and you just ignored me. So sorry, I did ignore you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And you're still ignoring me. <laughs> I would like. <laughs> it's cool. I would like to read a couple quotes <laughs> from college football <laughs> this week, and tell me what egotistical, self-centered coach you think this came from. Oh, bro, don't do that. You better get me right now. This is going to be the worst we are going to be. Teams are trying to beat me. They aren't trying to beat our team. That's what it really is. It is what it is. I signed up for it. Egotistical? What do you want him to do? Lay down? Brother, I don't... You do not play... Yeah, enough with that. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do, you, what do you want him to do? Lay down? Coaches are coming at him, calling out his team. Bro, it's his team. Yeah. Okay, it's not the Deion Sanders program. It's the Colorado Buffaloes well, program. When you go from one win to what they're at now, I think he Last time I checked, he doesn't play for Deion Sanders University. None of those players you do. Ask, you ask any of them who they play for, and they don't play for Colorado. Brother. <laughs> Shadur Sanders. Get that crap. Get that corny Sanders. crap out of here. Get the corny crap out of here. Ain't doing that for Colorado. Yeah, something smells like mothballs in there, brother. I'm fired <laughs> up right now. <laughs> I'm liable to bark at a grown man if you don't quit. That ain't egotistical. Come on, bro. Bro. I mean, okay, yeah, if he's you just go home with that old-fashioned butt whooping, don't come out here freaking talking about yourself. It's prime time. Everyone's coming at him. So what do you expect him to do? Lay down. I expect no, him to I'm make it about his team bro, instead of about heard, himself. Oh, it is about the team. When I heard him say, you better get me now, I was fired up. Dan Landing go out saying they're playing for clicks. Yeah, just what wait, they ever done. Yeah, just wait till they play USC. It's going to be worse. Wait till you hear my lock of the week. Uh, that's freaking wonderful. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Yeah, in other news, Connecticut's overrated, and I thought they were good. <laughs> Did you really? Well, they were decent last year. What, six and six? Connecticut? Was they six and six? Yeah, they were. Honest to God. To a bowl game. Yeah. They're, They're a joke. They are. They're a joke. An absolute joke. Yeah. Well, um, I would like to kick it off with the biggest news in the whole football world at the moment. Bigger than prime time. But it does come from the middle of the state, middle of the country, sorry. Yes, absolutely, yeah. and I am fired up, man. The Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift story, I am freaking here for it, man. I was bumping Cruel Summer on the way to the studio, baby. brother. I am about it. See her in the sands, and I knew it. Listen, my girl is a huge Taylor Swift. She was at the Ares store in Nashville, she'll be sure to tell you. Like, it, they're a cult, man, and you're mixing that with Travis Kelsey, the Kelseys? They're, that are taking over the world. Yeah. Now he's got Taylor Swift. Yeah. And seeing her in the stands cheering beside Mama Kelsey. Oh my God. Hey, listen. Man. If your girl sits with your mom, it's serious. It's dead. It's, it's serious. It's oh, yeah. And yeah. like she's always at award shows, like being the biggest hype man for other people, like dancing and singing. And she was like freaking went crazy for Travis's touchdown. Also, I have a major bone to pick with CBS. 
we had like three skybox views. How in the world, when you have the biggest star in the world there to watch her boyfriend play football, do you not give us a, a sweet shot every 10 seconds? They should have panned to Taylor Swift after every play. Yeah, I think people might have been a little upset over that one. I wouldn't have. And every other non-football fan I mean, watching the game. I think they tuned in been. to watch the football game, not Taylor Swift. Well, I tuned in for the football game originally. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, after I saw Taylor there, uh, I said, hey, no, after it got 24 nothing, they might as well just put a duo. <laughs> Give me the double box on that's the screen. Fair, that's fair, that's fair. Give me a Swift shot and a Kelsey shot. Jeez. But, I mean, we've already said before on the pod, Kelsey's are taking over the world. Yeah, speaking of people taking over the world, 700 yards and 70 points. Oh, Dear God, that's you might have wolves in college. You would have scored like two hundred points. That's the equivalent of that. Should he have kicked the field goal at the end? You know he could have broke the all time record if he kicked the field goal, but he didn't. That's McDaniel's. He's he's not. I also heard. I don't know how much you want to put into this, but that the Broncos would not even give McDaniel's an interview for the head coaching job. <laughs> And then they just happen mm-hmm. to put a 70 bomb with no Jalen Waddle. I mean, yeah. that's a revenge game. Didn't Tyreek have 200? Oh, I, yeah. If not, he's right at it. Brother. I mean, he went off, dude. Oh, man. I mean, it was Tyreek scored the first touchdown of the day via NFL Red Zone on YouTube TV. It was not a paid sponsorship either, just so you know. That's crazy. Yeah, hey, let's give a shout-out to... Culture Productions. Absolutely. It's on the here. pod. Crushing it week in, week out. Clapping up. As our favorite streamer, Mischievous, as Mischievous would say, clap it up in the chat. Claps in the chat. Claps in the chat. Yeah, also, let's give a shout out to uh, probably the best golf apparel brand do it, do out it. there right now. Do I it. Would, Shank it Golf. Do it. Let's just, let's just talk about Shank it Golf for a minute. Can I do it? Sure. Go for it. Give it. <laughs> The official sound of shaking golf. golf. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Any golf apparel Every you need. Every time you buy something, that sound should that sound bit should go. You know like when you do an order at Taco Bell? Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. do every day for lunch. When you do it, it goes bing, the little Taco Bell. Yeah, the bell, bell. The bell. Oh man, if it ordered my polo, complete order. That would be great. Be great, man. Be great. Get on it, shank it go. Yeah, I mean, have you ever found yourself out on the golf course? Maybe wanting to have a sweet outfit, something that is great. And my favorite thing about Shank at Golf is they have t-shirts. Oh! That look good and fit that, like they fit the Professional golf t-shirts. Yeah. I like it. I love it. Do you have any, and I, this is a question I ask because I know the answer, my favorite questions. Um, do you have any recent golf shanking possibly stories of you and um, a producer of Split Decisions Sports. Yeah, there might have been a little beef on the golf course today. Listen, Uh, people, I just want you to know, the episode today was in danger. And at no fault of mine, but major beef, major beef on the Split Decisions Sports Let me preface this with saying, I started this. This was my fault. Producer Gabe found it fit. I was playing one of the best rounds of my life this afternoon. Producer Gabe found it fit in the backswing, or in my backswing, sorry, let me rephrase that. In my backswing, on hole number seven, 
<laughs> if you would have corrected yourself, <laughs> no, stop, stop, stop. This is we have children. We're, We're in the middle of an ad. All right, get it together. Get it together. All right, yeah, in the middle of my backswing, Gabe makes some. I don't know. Noise makes me laugh. I shank it straight Just into in my ear. In my ear, ear. Pr- producer Gabe. What what sound? Could you give me a, yeah. like a rough estimate of what the sound was? That's yeah, can we get a repeat on that? Oh. Uh. Yeah, we just got the sound. Yeah, can confirm. Could mess up your backswing. Yeah, Absolutely. so I sent it straight into the woods on the left. Hit a second ball off the tee. Went to the right, the fairway of the hole next to it. I effectively got a five on a par three, and I, not ideal. This is just straight from the rumor mill, so don't take it for the gospel. But I've heard that after said sound was made and said shank was swung, that. Garrett took a run after producer Gabe, but I guess that's just the rumor mill. I can't neither confirm you nor could deny. call it a charging the mound type situation. I mean, yeah, did, yeah, I mean, but I heard they got there before the swing. You know, a lot of times they charge the mound like, "Hey, you, you better know I'm here," and then sometimes oh, yeah. they charge to do yeah. something. Do something. Yeah. But anyway, we're here. We're good. I mean, I think we're going to be able to work through it. Hopefully. Yeah. Speaking of the. Golf course. Let's wrap up this ad read by just saying, if you want amazing golf apparel, if you want to look good on the golf course, if you don't want to be dressed like a, a chump on the golf course, you'll go to Shank It Golf. You'll use code SDPOD15 at shankitgolf.com and uh, help the boys on the pod out. Let's do it. Yeah. And I think the moral of the story is even if you're golfing, even if you're playing well, and even if you're shanking, and a dear friend that you think has your back interrupts with said best round, at least you look good. Yeah. At least you look good while you're shanking. Yeah. That's what you tried. Look good yeah. while you shank. Oh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> to college uh, football. Yeah. On another <laughs> note. On another note. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, people who suck at golf uh, or suck at their sport, kind of like Gabe sucks at golf. Um, I thought we were past this, boys. He can't defend himself. That door is going to bust down. <laughs> um, a little college can roundup. We, can we roundup? get up Georgia Tech beating Wake Forest? Dear God, that's so disappointing for Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Sam Hartman left him. Yeah. That kind of hurt him. Yeah. No, one, no one cares. He still lost last night, too. So You know, it honestly hurts me that Georgia Tech is not a triple option team anymore. Like, I, do, options I do not want to watch a Georgia Tech football game, well, period, but especially if there is no triple option involved. Sure. If there is no triple option, then why would I watch? Honestly, I mean, what, do you, what are you doing? I mean, yeah. just being honest. Yeah. And in, um, in other news, in the ACC, uh, North Carolina, we'll get to our locks later on in the show, but an honorable mention last week from yours truly was UNC by seven at Pitt. Crushed it. Dog. Yeah. Dog. US, UNC legit. How you feeling? Um, I think this is going to be like maybe the obvious. I think they're a top 25 team. I, I Top 15 team. Safe answer. They're going to give Florida State a run in the ACC championship. They're, I don't think they're going to beat Florida State. I think they can. I think they can. I don't think they will. I agree with that. Um, I think Carolina just 
I mean, I don't know. They played one big game this year, and they played really well. But I do watch. I do like watching Drake May sling some tater. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. I he like can. Uh, speaking of someone who could sling the tater, um, Travis Hunter. Absolutely, dude. Crushing it for Florida State. I mean, we kind of talked about it. And, I mean, that's really, when you talk ACC, you pretty much talk this game and you move on. Did not <laughs> uh, lead until overtime. Until overtime. Nuts, man. Heartbroken <laughs> because I put $20 on Clemson winning. I put $20 on the Clemson spread when they were up 17-3. And oh, that did man. not work out. On a betting story, I got plenty I, of but, heartbreaks. But, did you see the play at the end of the game? Clemson's last offensive oh, play on fourth and two. The the cornerback mauled the receiver, and they didn't. Yeah. Officiating across the board this year has been pretty abysmal. Yeah, I have noticed, especially in the NFL too. And, and those, that's, a, that's a game defining moment. In, in those end game situations, they hardly ever gonna throw the flag. I mean, you got about murder somebody to get a flag, which is terrible situation. But yeah. I mean, for Clemson, I mean, you come in and everybody knew, and I'm kind of sad. This, I mean, really, you look at the landscape of college football. I mean, this went down as one of the best weekends maybe ever. Yeah, if you get in the ranked matchups and the hype yep. of everything. Yeah. But th- sadly, this game really got overlooked, and in the national scheme of things, just because Clemson's let down, people weren't really looking at this game. Yeah, but I mean, off too. Yeah, but I mean, you you watch the game. I mean, that's that's game of the day, man. I yeah. mean, that was an insane <clears throat> game. And for Florida State, I mean, we talked about it last week. Statement game, putting their foot down as the hierarchy of the ACC. And I, I mean, Clemson, I truly believe <clears throat> they missed opportunities. What is the problem with Clemson? Because I I didn't catch anything but the fourth quarter in overtime. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, Shipley ran the ball well. Klubnik played well. The receivers didn't play terrible. The offensive line was good. I just could not figure out. Like, even watching them against Duke, I never really got the vibe that, like, yeah, they just suck. Throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. So I can't figure out what their is, – is, I guess it's play calling is probably their biggest. In, in my opinion, looking back, Clemson played the best game they could possibly play. Every facet of the game they played well in, yeah. they just missed opportunities. Yeah. Between the game-winning kick, what well, would have been, and then Klubnik, I mean, he can't help it, but just ball security. When he got absolutely sent into another universe yeah. and fumbled the ball, Florida yeah. State took it back for a touchdown. I mean, things like that. What, that what's the play was, calling with Garrett Riley there where he – it was the third and one – and what, oh, did they run a screen pass or was screen, it run to the absolutely. outside? Absolutely. They ran a screen. I, why? Yeah, like, you I, have Will Shipley who just moments before had an exactly, eight-yard run. Exactly. Give him the ball and send it up the middle. And guess what? If he doesn't get the first down, do a quarterback sneak right up the That's middle. Yeah. I mean, in today's world, especially with the hop of the push play anymore, yeah. uh, you get two people behind the quarterback and push him forward. Right. I mean, between Will Shipley run and then that, I mean, you you gotta have faith yeah. in to do that. This and I I don't like the screenplays, the end of rounds, and right. all that. But on third and one, yeah. that's just, and look, uh, we can't put this loss on the defense because the coverage by that defensive back on the effort. Listen, Travis Hunter just threw an amazing ball, and that receiver went up and got it. And I watched him throw the ball, and I thought, oh no, there's no way. It yeah. yeah, and the receiver went up and got it, and. Uh, and I mean, for for me, looking at it and watching the game live. 
the Clemson defense played phenomenal. I mean, they made yeah. Travis Hunter run for his life. Yeah. And they gave up, was it was it 24 points in regulation? Yeah. Yeah, they gave up 24 in regulation. Of the and highest. seven of those points was a defensive touchdown yep. that Florida State got. Because, I mean, Clemson so, got hammered. Seventeen ran it all the way back. points. 17 points. And even the offense didn't put them in great spots all the you time. You cannot ask for a better you defensive. You can't ask for more than that. I mean, this Florida State team, don't forget, obliterated LSU. Yeah. Week one, who is now supposed to be one of the toughest defenses in the nation. Like, this yeah. is a legit Florida State team. Yeah. And Clemson played well, just missed opportunities. And, um, yeah. I feel uh, like that's kind of going to be the story, the story of their season. Yeah, I think it's going to be the story is, of the season going forward. Is Cade the problem? Is it maybe the offensive line? What do you think? I definitely don't think Cade is what <laughs> – we or them thought he was sure. coming into sure. even the bowl game last year. Because oh, if you yeah. remember, they were like, oh, we're going to be all right against Tennessee because we got Clubnick coming in. And honestly, as a Tennessee fan, I was worried because they had DJ you Butcher see, in their season. But you see how DJ's in. playing, I, I he know. was not the problem. I, that, that's it. And so, I mean, he definitely isn't what they thought he was. Yeah. I don't think it falls completely on Cade. But, I mean, that's the job of a quarterback. When it's going well, you're going to get praise. When it's down, you're going to be the first one fingers pointed at. Let's keep in mind, and so, coming into this season, he had, what, two starts the Orange Bowl, and I think he started, he started one, one before that, yeah. So, he's he's a sophomore. He's not even a redshirt sophomore. Granted, you have a lot of guys that come into college games, and they have it figured out from the jump. It may be taking him some time. And so, that, that just may be the situation we're in with him. Yeah, and one more thing I want to touch on with the ACC before we move on. Also, rest in peace, Virginia Tech. We are. Marshall. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, it's just, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But I'm curious now, and also Syracuse by 13. I, I had their spread at 14, but sure. you know what? It's okay. I didn't bet on it. But my thing I want to see now is everybody knows the ACC belongs to Florida State. They beat LSU. Now they beat Clemson. So now they are them. Like, they oh, yeah. are the representative out of the ACC. Sure. I want to see how they handle it. Can they win the games that, oh, this is easy. Can they win the games they should moving forward? And you know they're, there's going to be a trip somewhere. Yeah. And I'm just curious where it's going to be and how they respond. They responded well against Clemson because, I mean, they didn't play great that game and at all. And here's my thing with Florida State, so, too. I would like to give it props to Mike Norvell because if time. you look back, to the start of last season or the end of the season before that, mm-hmm. he was on the hot seat. And and brother just kept his head down. I even mentioned pre- hot seat preseason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kept his head down, exactly. kept grinding, and, man, they're number four in the country. So, yeah, with uh, with that, we'll go ahead and just kind of move on to the SEC. Uh, Lord have mercy, there were some big games uh, this week in the SEC. I mean, real quick, before we get in the big games, I mean, let's just talk about what we need to talk about. Uh how you feel going to South Carolina? I don't think we're that bad. Also, real quick, UTSA is not wonderful. Great over under call for you. Not so Harvard. great. This is terrible. You. It was fifty nine and a half. You had the under. Yeah. I had the over. I would like to point out on our on our screen here, we've got the Florida score pulled up right next to the Tennessee score. Seeing Florida only put up twenty two on Charlotte. Uh, kind of makes our loss to them look a lot worse. We were their Super Bowl. But a lot of people are mad about the screen passes, the overwhelming amount of screen passes. I'm going to be honest with you. As someone who went through 15 years of terrible Tennessee football, 
I don't care if we throw 385 screen passes in one game. If they're going for positive yardage, keep throwing them, brother. I mean, I'm, this is going to be really mean, kind of like a jerk. But if you're if you, if you're football, you'll understand this. Sure, you will. The fans that are at screen, 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 like you, you don't know football. I'm sorry to say it. It's just the truth. Yeah. If you think Josh Hopple's plan is I'm going to screen pass all the way down the field, that isn't what it is. A screen pass spreads out the defense and sets up for the deep ball. If you think I'm lying, look at next. Look at last year. What yeah. happened? Screen, screen, screen. Jalen Hyde deep over the middle. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it ain't that simple, but it is. Yeah. I mean, that screen pass yeah. is to set up for something else. And if you get five yards out of it, take it all the way down well, the field. Same Just thing. Just because it isn't the pretty bombs everyone wants to see, it drives me so nuts. And while I'm here, like I'm, I, I know Milton can sling it, and I think people are hounding on wanting to see that. And it's people were, me, were fussing about the run game yesterday too. And I'm sitting here thinking a couple thoughts on that. If you have a running back that on 11 carries is getting 136 yards, you feed the man the ball. Who is also considered your third string running back. Yeah. Second off, how do you expect to open the passing game up if we can't run the dab burn ball? Um, and this is this is my soapbox stand on this. I am so sick and tired, and I've seen so many Tennessee fans talk. You know, you know how the fans talk yeah. about the play calling. And I understand. And people will say, well, the play calling don't make sense. Why are you doing this? Why are you calling that? I get it. But you don't know what the play call is. A lot of Hypo's system is a read. You read this, you do that. You yep. read this, Depending you do that. Depending on what the defense shows. It yep. isn't all that. There's a lot more issues in the play calling. Everybody's thinking like, oh, they're holding, Joe, they're, like they're holding Joe back. They ain't letting him do deep balls. They ain't letting him do this. Well, he's not going to throw the deep ball if they're covering the deep ball. And if ball. he has two seconds to throw the ball... It ain't about the deep ball. Because That's not if, it. if you're trying to put him in a situation to throw the deep ball when he's got no time to throw the ball, you're asking for interception. And after Joe's slight injury in that game, he came back it's out and he totally tried a couple different. deep balls, overshot both of them. Yeah. You don't have to pound that deep ball. It has to be natural or it's not going to work. That's probably the only, like, I saw a lot of good things against UTSA, granted, UTSA. Mm-hmm. I thought the offensive line kind of looked good. I felt like we gave better. Joe a little bit more time. Better. Did Coop play? He started. I'm 99% okay. sure he started. He didn't finish. They pulled him early. Okay. But he, he So started. here's my only two complaints. I like pulling Coop early because we had a big game next mm-hmm. week. That's yes. really going to be yes. big for us. Because looking at, and we'll get into this in a minute, but the Georgia UAB game shows us that We've SEC, said it. the We've SEC said it. East is up in the air. Whoever wants it. it, go get it. So if we can still manage to beat Georgia in the year, we've got to take care of South Carolina. I like pulling Coop early. My only complaint is why do we not pull Joe earlier with the injury and allow him to just hang out? I have a take. Okay. Personally, I think the reason he's keeping Joe out there enough, and this may sound ridiculous, but I truly believe this with everything in me, I think he's leaving Joe out there for the majority of the time because it is already kind of, if Joe makes the slightest mistake, people are calling for Nico. But that I if think, he pull, that if he pulls him at half and Nico goes in and lights it up, then you're just going to add fuel to the fire. But I think in Josh's mind, because if Nico was an option, he would have been. You know what I mean? I think for 
people inside the program, they know that Joe is the guy. I think Nico knows Joe is the guy. Yeah, because see, you absolutely. see how he interacts with Joe. He's like a sponge. This is this is not somebody that thinks they're going to get a starting opportunity this year. This is a young guy coming in, mm-hmm. wanting to learn from someone who's been in the program for three years, someone who's a starter, someone who's been another. You know what I mean? Like you said, he's a sponge. So and it's good to see. It is it good is. to see. I, I, I like that culture that <clears throat> that Heupel's created in our quarterback room, mm-hmm. that Joey Hazel's created in the quarterback room. Um, because that's not something we had before. You look at the quarterback room with Harrison Bailey, Quentin Dormady, um, Jarrett Garantano, and all those guys, man. It was like it had to be a toxic quarterback room. You never saw anything like what we see now. Also, I've never said this, and this ain't the pod to do this, but I'm going to do it. I always, and he, he heard us a lot. Yeah. I hated the hate around JG. People don't realize the crap he had to go through. Three offensive coordinators in three different years. Yeah. And no matter what you say, the dude was freaking tough. Not Because he got his head knocked off every yeah. day. Not my favorite I mean, quarterback I, ever. And not mine. He was just, not. People act like he was the worst thing in the world. And I know he hurt us a lot. But he did, but... Just, I mean, dude, he went through what? Two coaches? He went through Butch and Pruitt? And three different offensive coordinators in three years. Yeah, I mean, it was. I'll give it to the guy. People want to dog on him. I would almost give him VFL status. And the only reason he left is because they brought in Hooker and Milton. Yeah, and they pretty much told him. I mean, like, yeah. it ain't, ain't going to happen. Yeah. And, and the thing, and one more last part on me with this. One thing I would like to see from Joe that in Nico's short amount of time, you see him do, and I have noticed Joe doesn't do I, I i gotta okay i'm just gonna come out with it it's a hot take i'm gonna see how you feel okay I, I think joe's afraid of contact i think if you look at what happened to hinton from contact last year brother i'd be scared of it too but also hinton could have been in new york in the heisman race too that's true uh, the, and the reason i say that Joe doesn't like taking off and running often. I know people are going to say the 81 yards. When he goes, he goes, man. He outruns safeties. Maybe the, and maybe that's the difference in our offense is that Hooker would run the option a lot mm-hmm. more. And I, I so now you, when you've it. got running backs that can run it up the middle, you've got a quarterback who can cut it loose at any time, you've got wide receivers who can block great and that's help us run screen passes, and then you've got a quarterback with the deep ball. As good so, as our run game is, you look at that first play against, against UTSA yesterday – Brother. Nobody thought Joe keeping was an option. Yep. Nobody on the defense thought it was even a consideration. Yeah. And then he gets off to the races and outruns the whole second. But are we calling a lot of option plays? I guess we would never know. And that's the thing, you don't know you don't know if it's a read and he's yeah. giving it every time. So let's let's wrap this Tennessee game up. Let's not get stuck on this. One more thing <clears> I want to throw out. Sure. One thing I would like to see is you, you don't see him make plays out of the pocket. And think about it. Yeah. He sits in the pocket. That's if, that's one thing I did notice he watching does, the game. And Nico is fluent out trying a lot to make like plays. Hooker was. Ex- ex- so exactly. it makes me think that Joe, his style of he's he's more of a pro style quarterback. Honestly, he and, is. And look at where he came from. He came from Michigan, Michigan which is a pro style it. offense. Yeah. So um, Joe's just a little different, but he he makes it work. I'll give it to him. Yeah, I so, I think he could with his arm talent. Our offensive line isn't playing the best so far. I think if he maybe, and I'm not saying just run out of the pocket, it ain't going to work, but if the opportunity presents itself, get out of the pocket, let your receivers have time to get down the field where you can launch at 60 yards. Yeah. I mean, the Patrick Mahomes stuff. I mean, yeah. look what he when he gets, I mean, teams honestly dedicate their whole defense to keeping him in the pocket. Yeah. And, I mean, I just think it could unlock a few things, but I don't want to get caught up on Tennessee, but it's what we're most passionate about, yeah. clearly. Yeah. But, and I will say this with South Carolina, I, I'm not scared, but I'm not as confident as I was. 
I think it's up in the air. I honestly do, man. Truly. South Carolina. I'm staying away from it. The line was announced today at 11 and a half. this past week? He had more touchdowns than he did in complete passing. And one thing that Tennessee fans I don't think are talking about as much, as much as Heupel wants to put Beamer's head on a stick and lay it to him, don't think for a second Beamer don't want to come into Neyland after ruining our playoff chance last year yeah. and do it again in Neyland. As yeah. cocky as South Carolina was in South Carolina, imagine how he's going to have them coming into Neyland. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think SEC Nation's going to be in Knoxville. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those where, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. Watch out. So. Yeah. So, big week coming up for the Vols. For Other sure. SEC news. Um, got to touch on Alabama, Ole Miss. I if mean, I, Lane Kiffin <laughs> had – an entire roster full of five stars, the best players in the country. Can't do it. And Nick Saban walked in the cafeteria at the University of Alabama and picked the first 11 he people he saw. Legs. Saban would still beat the snot out of out of Kiffin. I can't figure out why Kiffin can't put it together. Real, I mean, it's. I'm going to be real. I think it's between the ears. I, I do at this point. I mean, Ole Miss was just as good of a team. Uh, better and talent wise, in my opinion, the sure. Jackson Dart, the running back they got, and the way they put up points, and they put up ten. Ten. And I don't want to over exaggerate it, but Alabama, I mean, Texas hung thirty-eight. I'm going to one break. Yeah. So, and I mean, again, SEC's wide open all around. Also, throughout there, we do have a loyal Auburn fan that always watches the podcast. Uh, dear. Manager friend of mine oh, okay. is a dear at heart, watches every game. Well, let's give Auburn props fan. to Auburn. Hugh Freeze is doing great things. He's doing great. I just have news for you. It, it, it's, it's not this year. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. They're going to go to a bowl game. That's yeah, for sure. I think A&M's a good team. I don't think A&M's a great team like everybody thought they were. Yeah. But I do, th- I I do think, think A&M, I think you may land at 8-4. and four, Well, this game like was, that. what, 10-7 at halftime or something yeah, like that? So I mean, I, Auburn I can hung see with them. But when you see games like that that were close at the half and, and fall apart in the second half, you know it's got to be a depth thing. Yeah. So. And real quick, my South Carolina line covered at home. Easy line, easy money. Almost didn't. I almost didn't, yeah. Mississippi State followed. I just, I just Mississippi think, State because, yeah. they, I mean, dude, you, your head coach died. You can't expect that program to turn around this year. So, and one more thing. I'm not putting too much in the Kentucky game. Like you put 45 on Vandy. It's I don't Vandy. care yet. Kentucky's playing for It does blow my mind how they struggle to beat Eastern Kentucky and – Kentucky's playing Florida this week. I'm curious how they'll do against the Florida defense. I hope Florida beats them. Good but, Florida. I hope yeah. Florida beats anyway, them. Um, on Arkansas LSU, I said that was the most ridiculous line at 17 and a half. Yeah. And that tr- proved true. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think those are both two good West teams. Yeah. Um, Arkansas at two and two is uh, Sam Pittman on the hot seat. I don't think yet. I think they got a few more games uh, once they if they lose to Ole Miss. Which, I mean, have you know, if they point. lose to Ole Miss and lose to A&M, lose a couple of those games, I definitely think he could. Should KJ Jefferson have less, left last year? I think his draft stock is I don't think his stock could have got better. And it's definitely not getting better it's now. It's definitely not getting better so, now. So, I mean, yeah. that's that's any other thoughts, SEC, before we go maybe Pac-12? I did say in uh, the SEC over-under episode, uh, that would be episode two, that – Missouri was going to lose to Memphis or MTSU, and I would like to walk back that statement because Missouri has beaten both of them. They are 4-0. They are now ranked in the new um, top 25 poll that came out today. I believe they're 23rd or 24th. 
So, uh, but bro, I'm giving you major respect. I mean, don't be hard on yourself. You you liked Missouri. I, I did. laughed you. I, I just laughed you off the and couch. And listen, MTSU and Memphis played them close. I I, I but, laughed you off the couch at that. I mean, I thought it was a joke. Any other SEC no. thoughts? Four back twelve. Georgia tied seven to seven with UAB at the half. Was it at the half? The end of the first quarter. Yeah, it was right just, there. Like we've said, goes to prove that it, uh, it's wide open, mm-hmm. and UGA is. is not what we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Um, hopping to the Pac-12. Uh, I mean, we get, we got to talk about it. I mean, first thing comes up. I mean, you've already started off the pod with it. Yeah. Um, any when extra I opened thoughts? Up Bleacher Report yesterday afternoon to see them losing like thirty-six to nothing. Uh, I just knew the media was going to be all over this. In one aspect, I'm glad because I'm tired. You will not see the Colorado Love Fest anymore. Yeah. I, I'm a big, I'm an Oregon fan back to the Marcus Mariota days. You can ask Big Ten Ball. I was, sure. a, I was always a big Oregon fan. Sure. I, I will say I'm not a fan of the way Dan Lanning was acting with all this. Yeah. And I know when you got Colorado and Dion coming to town, like you can't wait to put it to him, but sure. you're Oregon. Like you're you're not Colorado. Like you don't gotta lower yourself to them. Yeah. Like talking about what have they ever done to be excited about the Big Ten and they doing it for clicks and doing all this. Like, bro, you're Oregon. You're supposed to be contending for a national title. Don't lower yourself to that. Yeah. Like, go win the game yeah. and leave it at that. But, I mean, Oregon's still looking good. Um, UCLA, Utah, I, I'm i sad to say my official locks went 3-0 and on the pod. However, when Cam Rising was announced out, I thought, man, UCLA at Utah, I love it. And that was the biggest snooze fest I've ever seen in my life. Did the Pac-12 learn how to play defense? I mean, they're sneaky. You look at the Utahs and the Cows, you either have, like, the most strongest defense teams you could ever imagine, and then you got the USC's and Oregon's and Colorado's. Yeah, straight up like, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, a big game, Oregon State at Washington State. Pullman. Mentioned him on the last pod. I liked Pullman. Yeah. They would have hit on uh, parlay if Josh Apple would have kicked a field goal. And we mentioned it talking about Clemson, but DJ was clearly not the problem at Clemson. I mean, I mean, end of the day, you know what I mean? What's, what are the stats on that? I would love to see. Uh, I mean, Washington State is a team that uh, – has Washington State lost yet? No, they're 4-0. I, I don't think they're getting enough respect. I, this, is, this is my hot take, and I really hope I can come back to this at some point. The Oregon's, the USC's, the Washingtons, the major powers in the in the Pac-12, look out for Washington State. Yeah, I don't, I, they, I don't know about beating, but they're gonna have a test when they face Washington State. That is a good team. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out Washington <clears throat> sneakily, they're gonna be uh, they're lining up dude. right now. In my personal opinion. First college football playoff poll drops. They've got to be winning the first two out. Respect. If not, in the four. I saw Kirk Herbstreit make a post of his top four teams after this week. They're number one. He's got them at one. They're playing well. They're, and, and look, and we've talked about it before, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time. I'm just going to reiterate what I've already said. I just want to see him do it against the big team. They should beat the USC. I just want to see Washington do it. Yeah. So that's one um, You go ahead. Speaking of their opponent, Cal, Chip Kelly. I mean, what's the deal? Two and two. Yeah. Uh, Year three with him is he is he heading towards the hot seat? Are we getting towards still the UCLA? Point? I think so. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chip Kelly's at UCLA. He is at UCLA. Cut that. 
No, 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 no. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I get that. Uh, but I mean, I mean, cows are respectable. Yeah. I mean, they just got obliterated. Sure. I mean, it's just they're not, they're not them. Yeah. Um, um I really think uh, USC against Arizona State. I'm telling you, USC is keeping teams close. I, I'm worried about USC. I mean, they're, yeah. they're just not. I mean, they ain't doing what they should do to teams, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, referencing our Big Ten ball, um, he is highly desired to call into the pod possibly next week. We'll get his yeah. reaction. Yeah. Um, I, I, you go ahead. Ohio State Notre Dame. I watched every snap of it. I watched the end of the game. I think Notre Dame got big brothered. I'm just going to be honest. It was Notre a, Dame had every opportunity to win that game. It was a 1960 football game. The last two plays of the game, they only had 10 guys on the field. And Marcus Freeman said after the game, they had no timeouts left and they could not afford a penalty for subbing someone for a delayed game. Um, which so, just sucks because that was a goal line stand. You wonder if that 11th guy makes – you know what I mean? You see where the run went? The yeah, run right went the right where that line would have been. So here's my thing on that. And my thoughts on this game changed completely. Wait a if you, I just this is me. If you get a delay game, what's the, what does it matter? That's my thing. It's fourth and what? Where was two? Ohio State at? The one? Yeah. Wasn't they at the three? And wasn't there three Half seconds the on the clock? The goal line? Yeah. Wasn't there three seconds on the clock? You knew it was one game. Yeah. You knew it was one play yeah. for the game. That was it. Yeah. So what's it freaking matter? You yeah. you move Ohio State from the three to the two? I. So my thought sure. changed when I heard that. Like, yeah. I think that's a pure, absolute mishap and brain fart of a mistake, yeah. to be completely honest. And he's just trying to wrap it up. But if you understand football, it's like, I think you're just trying to cop out, in my opinion. I mean, I, I feel bad for Notre Dame. I kind of want to see him win just to cause chaos, to be completely honest. But yeah. I said before the game, that's why I would not take Notre Dame – It. To be honest, because it's Notre Dame and Ohio State's Ohio State. But my goodness, Gosh. year two under Marcus Freeman, I, he is he is doing great things he at is. Notre Dame. He is. He is. I don't think they played this well with uh, Brian Kelly as a coach. Mm-hmm. So, and it's asking a lot, Ohio State. But it it was just a uh, both teams made terrible decisions. I mean, Ohio State well, could have scored I mean, going thirty into the third quarter. To. Or somewhere somewhere along the third or fourth quarter, both the quarterbacks third. had 80, 80-something yards. Yeah, it was not a pretty game. Both teams, I mean, Notre Dame failed to convert twice. Do we have territory. a uh, injury update on Marvin, Marvin Harrison? Have you seen anything today? Uh, I think he ended up being okay, which looked like a nasty injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First off, I, I will say this. I asked Big Ten Ball because DraftKings was giving a boost on the game, and yeah. I had no conviction either way. He said, low-scoring game, take the under. God bless you, Big Ten Ball. <laughs> I took the under. Um, also, I will say on, on this one, parting thought, with Ohio State – I'm still not impressed by the offense. Uh, I'm, I'm, All I'm the top not. teams from last year have not, except for Michigan, have not impressed me so far. Michigan has gone four weeks straight of 31 points. Talk about consistency, and their defense has not allowed, what, more than 10, 14 points a game? Feet don't fail me now. I am not a Michigan fan, but when you see Harbaugh in football gloves, <laughs> catching passes with cleats on and warm-ups out there with the guys, it's kind of cool. I mean, I'm not trying to be cool. I'm just going to leave it at this. Shiano, get out of here. Second of all, 
I mean, Michigan was my pick, and they're still my pick right now if I yeah, had to pick somebody. I think so. you said it last week that Michigan was your pick, and after watching them this week, I would agree. They're, they're by far the most consistent offensively and defensively in the nation. Personally, I would rather see you win by 20 here and 17 here and 24 there than to beat someone by 50 and then have a three-point game next week. Yep. That's yep. consistency. Yep. And, and I like the way they're putting it together. They're and a well-coached I mean, team, too. Clean, I mean, wild sure. road ahead, in my opinion. Yep. I mean, and um, I think it's what it's come down to in the Big Ten. Also, Penn State, a, a little a little shaky, I believe. I don't think the final is going to reflect it. Um, little Iowa. <laughs> also, did you see where the Iowa offensive coordinator has to average 25 points a game to keep his job? Not happening, brother. <laughs> Dude, and I saw the head coach is so salty. But they about are that. three and one. Yeah, they are. But that's so that's yeah. so funny to me, dude. They their current average is at twenty one point six. So let's see if the OC can go happen. Put up some points and keep his job. Hey, listen, let's give some props to Nebraska. Two yeah. and two. Rule is kind of getting the boys back on track. Granted, they only beat Louisiana Tech 28-14, but a win is a win at this point in the program. I'm excited to see what he's going to do there. Uh, yeah. UT has a home-and-home home coming up with Nebraska yeah. in the coming years. Yeah. Unless something changes with all the conference stuff, so I'll be excited about that. But I think Rule, he, he's going to have time. People don't realize how bad that that whole Nebraska program as a whole was down. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. They don't realize how down it was, so – Let's kind of fuse into some big, big, big twelve. Big twelve. Big twelve. Um, Texas is Texas. Yeah, Texas. I mean, beat the snot out of Baylor. I don't know nothing. I guess Oklahoma Cincinnati was a big game. Cincinnati. This is their Big Twelve debut. Lock of the week. Thank you, Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma kind of concerns me. Only twenty on season. Yeah, it was a low scoring game. I was impressed with Oklahoma's defense. But yeah. uh, I think the offense finally simmered down a little bit yeah. in a true road game. Yeah. But hey, listen, let's, half. let's give those props. Let's give those claps to Kansas. 4-0. Going into the Texas game. Oh, my gosh. On the J. Hey, listen, same spot last year, and they lost. What are they going to do? But, listen, four games, they were looking at back-to-back bowl game seasons easily right here. I, I saw a lot of stuff in the offseason of Kansas investing in their football program between the new uniforms and the new stadium renovations they're doing and everything they're putting into it. And I remember thinking, I'm like, you putting all this money? Like, you're a basketball school. What are you doing? Yeah, but, I yeah. mean, I really think Kansas is all in on football. They yeah. want to get there. So, yep. I mean, they're I'm playing well. liking what I'm seeing. I mean, that pretty much wraps. That's, that's the power five. Yeah, I mean, that's – no more to really talk about. That wraps it up. No, I mean, it wasn't a big week, really, outside of Notre Dame, Ohio State. So. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of big game slates. It was kind of a letdown. Yeah. Um, looking ahead, we'll get into some locks later on. But getting a little bit of NFL talk, c- yeah. c- can I go? Sure. Can I please go? Go for it. Can I have, like, Rip it. 90 seconds? 90 okay, seconds. Give me, give me 200 seconds. Do whatever you got to do. I was so excited to watch the New York Giants – football team this year. I was pumped for it. I was excited. The Giants have Saquon. They had Daniel Jones. They have a good defense. They greatly overachieved last year with what they done. And they went and drafted our boy Jalen Hyde. I'm thinking, man, Hyde's going to be the guy. He's in a perfect situation. It's going to let Daniel Jones air the ball out. Everything's going to be okay. 
Brother, I cannot stand the New York Giants. I absolutely despise the New York Giants. I'm watching a football game where last week Daniel Jones gave Jalen Hyatt two targets. You know what he did with two targets? Caught two catches for 89 yards. Yeah. This week, I'm watching them on Thursday night against San Francisco. They're not going to win anyway. But you know what he does? Hyatt has zero targets. And the receivers, they're starting in front of him is Wandale Robinson. Get out of here. Garbage. Uh, Darius Slayton is their wide receiver one right now. They're starting Paris Paris Campbell in front of Jalen Hyde. That would be the opposite of a dog. That would be a kitty cat. And something Hodgins. No one even knows his first name. They're playing him in front of Jalen Hyde. Kirk Herbstreet, who watched Tennessee beat Alabama and was – just going nuts, was talking about why is Jalen Hyatt not in the game. It drives me insane. You waste a draft pick on this guy, and Brian Dayball has no hair on his head to realize he needs to put Jalen Hyatt Don't in the game. Don't think Dayball's the problem. I think Daniel Jones is the problem, and they're too stupid to move on. Hyatt ain't on the field. He ain't playing over those receivers. I mean, I don't disagree with you. That's, that is a coaching decision. but Stupid, man. The problem with the Giants, I will say, is, is – yeah, I mean, they suck. suck. That's they what suck. it is. They but suck. they suck because of Jones. They, and, and the coach. They need too. a quarterback. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And Jones is out there risking his life for this crap. And yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Them. I mean, it's. I hope they the Giants them. don't win another football game. I truly hope they don't win a football game. Also, while we're on the VFL subject, Josh Dobbs, stand up. Stand up, Josh Dobbs, baby. Let's go. Astro Dobbs, baby. Fire in the ball. Gosh, man. Yeah. You ripped it, son. Yeah. Um, beat the Cowboys? I think it was kind of a look ahead for the Cowboys. Are the Cowboys frauds? No, they're not. I think it's a look ahead. We're going to have a little call-in later in the show from a big Cowboys fan. We'll get his opinion on that. But. Yeah, I think it, and next week we'll love to get another Cowboys fan that's very passionate. Oh. We have something in common on that. That'll be good, um, yeah. I don't think it's fraudulent. Hey, the Panthers finally put up some points this week against the Seahawks, which is great. With Andy Dalton at quarterback. Yeah. That's that's a good sign. The Red Rocket's going to be the Red Rocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did that say? 15? Okay. (laughs) Cut that. I just want to make sure. Uh, But, I mean, with the Cowboys just finishing up, I don't think it's frauds. They have been dominant, and they're playing what is widely regarded as the worst team in football this week. And, yeah. I mean, that's the NFL. I was talking to my dad earlier about it, and I'm like, 12 and a half is way too much. These dudes are professional football players. Yeah. I remember um, Urban Meyer said it best when he's coaching the Jaguars. He said coaching in the NFL is like playing Alabama every week Yep. because it's truly professional football best, players best. every single week. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't think they're frauds. They're just looking ahead. you got a big week five, which is another week, but big week five matchup against the 49ers that every eye will be watching. Yeah. But I, I I just think it was a huge letdown for the Cowboys yeah. on that one. Yeah. Well, I mean that's any most news on of, the um, on the on the Kansas City Chiefs. Any? I mean, I think they played all too well. I mean, did they, they wear really, some red today? They played all too well. I mean, I mean, loving them is red. I mean, the Chiefs. I mean, loving them is red. I mean, they're playing like they're twenty two. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, they're I feeling twenty two uh, for sure. I mean, blame it on me. But I, I mean, I'm a huge Chiefs fan. I mean, yeah. it's like we're going back to 1989. Uh, uh, we would be remiss before we wrap up this show with our with our ending segments here, but we would be remiss not to bring up the Dolphins, which we've kind of hit on it already with 70 points. Nasty. Also, screw the Ravens. I just want to throw that. The in Colts there. gave them every opportunity with no to Anthony win Richardson. That game. Yeah. No Anthony Richardson. Yeah. 
And that was my eliminator pick on ESPN. And you know what my other two options was? The Chiefs over the Bears and the Dolphins over the Broncos. But when they announced Anthony Richardson out, I'm like, oh, let's use the Ravens this week. Yeah. Screw uh, So much for the Saints. Uh, bringing in Derek Carr, the offense has not looked insanely uh, amazing. You see Derek Carr get hit today? He was going, whoops. So you might not have. Uh, but Derek Carr got obliterated. He was out the rest of the game, and Chad Boo came in, other known as Jameis Winston, and they didn't score another point. Chad Boo Jordan Love. And also, real quick, I love the analytical move by the coach for the Packers, Matt LeFleur. LeFleur. Yeah. But real quick, it was 17-3. They scored a touchdown, make it 17-9, and they went for two. I love that because pretty much all you're saying is if you can get a two-point conversion, one out of two times. Yeah. Because if you get it the first time, then you kick for a win on the next one, which they did. If you don't get it, you just go for two again the next time. But I love the analytical move. Yeah. Also, the Chargers stand up. Todd picked my uncle Todd. We do picks every week. We Vikings are zero three. I picked the Chargers. Nice. He picked the Vikings in that yeah. one. I, I uh, do you hit the panic button if you're Minnesota? Real quick, I think they were expected to lose week one, possibly week two. But I mean, offense doesn't look terrible. It's no, the they just can't stop a soul. Yeah, yeah. And Kirk Cousins just kind of turned the ball hey, over. C.J. Stroud just had a coming out party against the Jaguars. Credit the Texans too. He was <laughs> flinging that rock. I mean, he's slaying yeah. the out there, man. I mean, they play yeah. good ball. Lions are two and one. They're they're a good team. I think we're really team. starting to figure out who's who in the NFL. If you like hard nosed football, you're gonna like the Detroit Lions. They eat kneecaps. Yep. Also, the yep. Bills finally came to join the NFL. Finally. Um, and do you can can we get on one more soapbox before locked up? Sure. I can't stand the Tennessee Titans. I love the Tennessee Titans, and I can't freaking stand the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Listen to this. Coming into this How week. they have all that offense last week, but nothing God, this week. This Listen to me. Last week, they played the Chargers at home. The Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, who was out, but Mike Williams. They play all those boys. We handled the Chargers. Yeah. We beat them at home. The defense played phenomenal. Yeah. I go into this weekend, and the Titans are underdogs in Cleveland. They just lost. Nick Chubb lost a leg. And I'm like, there's no way the Browns win this game. I was so confident. I picked the Titans. Todd picked the Browns. So, of course, that sucks, too. But I was like, oh, man, I don't even know how. This is an easy pick. This is an easy ride for me. We suck. We can't play football, and it drives me mad. The Tennessee Titans are a classic Tennessee team. They do crap like this. We'll finish 8-9 and This is going to make you feel any better, but I do think Deshaun is washed. I think he knows he's not what he used to be. Um, You saw the two face mask penalties. Last week, late in the game, uh, to see that from a quarterback is 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 concerning. He did probably have his best game as a Brown today. Two eighty nine so, and two tutties. I, I mean, mean that. I mean, it's sad, but that is probably his best game. And he had a little bit of running, not much. But the Tennessee Titans, I can't stand you. I'm sorry. Get out of here. Get out of the chat. Yeah. Well, hey, let's hit it with uh, off the rails. You go first. One college, one I'm NFL. I'm not gonna lie. All this, all this NFL between the Titans and the Giants, I got off the rails. So I'm the off the rails pick when it comes to the Titans and Giants. So just um, give me a second to recover, because week three I off the rails. Good. I'm gonna go NFL first. Probably the Titans, man. I'd be sounding the alarm Titans. right now with so much inconsistency. I wish we'd go back to Houston. Um, <laughs> I'm over the um, top, bro. Yeah, I'd be a little worried if I'm a if I'm a Titans fan right now. I'm not anymore. Um, just a lack of offense, a lack of consistency. Well, I mean they had great offense last week, but not this week, not week one. So, um, 
college, uh, you got a lot more while you're While you're thinking you're college, I will go ahead with my... Yeah, hit me with the NFL. NFL off the rails. Um, I, I don't want to because I think they're going to finish up okay, but I'm going to go the Vikings. I think they're a good team. Pick, I think yeah. they could be a playoff team. But just the fact you're zero and three, I mean that—that's it. I mean the fact you're zero and three, I mean you—that's you, a lot to come back from mentally as well as physically and yeah. the record. So I mean, yeah. now I think they're going to be okay. But, but, let's, I mean, let's remember the Patriots started like zero and four a couple seasons, a few seasons ago, and came to came back to win the Super Bowl. So it's possible. That's but not very the Vikings are not the Patriots, <laughs> not but by any means. I love I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. the quarterback yeah. series. I'm getting frustrated. Yeah. Fiance is a big Kirk Cousins fan. So. Um, um, college. College. Off the rails. College is very broad. We need to start hitting this by conference. Because <laughs> yeah. you've got to try to recollect all the thoughts with it. Um, even though they're undefeated. Oh. No. I'm gonna change it. One loss, Bama. I think that was my pick last week. I, it's okay. They're even still off the rails. So it's yeah, fine. I mean, when are we gonna see an authentic Bama game where the opponent scores two touchdowns or less and Bama hangs forty on them, fifty yeah. on them? That's true. They've got to fix something in that offense. They've got to change something. They got rid of Bill O'Brien. Everybody was all dogging Bill O'Brien last year. We hate him. We want to get rid of him. Guess what? You lost him. And now, nah, he's kind of making Mac Jones look pretty good in New England. Granted, they only scored 15 today, but Mac hasn't looked terrible. I think he's thrown for 200 all three weeks. The grass ain't so, always greener on the other side. It's green where you water it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> pretty good. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, probably, probably the Tide. College-wise, uh, I almost went the same game as you. Thinking Ole Miss, but I'm not because Ole Miss just done what Ole Miss does. Sadly, um, I'm gonna go with Clemson. Um, oh yeah, I came into the preseason thinking this was Clemson's get back year. Um, now you got two losses early on. Now, granted, they lost the biggest game of their season against Florida State. Sure. So now, can they get it back together and possibly shoot for a ten and two, nine and three season? Or I mean. There's a chance now you really see the rails come off because, yeah. I mean, there's some teams in the ACC, North Carolina, Miami. I mean, there's some teams. I mean, they could lose at least two, possibly three more games easy. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, if that happens, I mean, you Eclipsing Dynasty is the farthest thing from your mind. Yeah. I mean, nowhere yeah. close. Yeah. So, I mean, and on the getting back on track side of things, I'm going to go my Los Angeles Chargers for the NFL. Sure. Um, this they were zero and two going against a very good Vikings team in Minnesota, and yeah. they had a big time get back game. I mean, they stepped up, they came through in the clutch, yeah. hard fought game against the Vikings who win those kind of games. Chargers got back on track, so I'm yeah. all about it. I'm going Patriots here. Uh, I felt like last week was going to be their week to get back on track. They played a solid game against the Dolphins. I, say, I, hate, I hated the Patriots this year. Just I wasn't. It wasn't fun to me. Yeah, I watched that week two game against the Dolphins. They're a good team, dude. I mean, they're I, a good enough I, team. I truly think with the weapons that Mac Jones has, how good our de- – I mean, the defense is p- typical Belichick defense, always going to be solid. People, I think, are really sleeping on us. We're in probably the, one of the toughest divisions outside of maybe the NFC East. We're in the AFC East. You've got the Bills. You've got the Dolphins, who evidently you have the best offense in the league. It's not close. Um, yeah, it's not close. Um 
and a really good defense to go with that offense as well. So we're kind of scrapping. Um, prior to the Rodgers injury, we had an Aaron Rodgers-led Jets. So um, we're going to get there. We scrapped out a scrappy win against the Jets today, granted, without Aaron Rodgers. But um, 10 to 15, I like to see our defense holding their ground. Um, and then we lost to the Eagles week one by five points, and the Eagles looked pretty good offensively. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I think that we got back on track with a solid win today. I'd like to see us make it two and two next week, and and just see where we go from there. Right for my for my getting back on track for college, I'm not going to be too deep on this. Um, there's a lot of teams that are just doing their job, so it's kind sure. kind of hard to think of one. So I'm not going to get wild here. I'm gonna say Florida State um, yeah. because they did their job. I didn't say it. They did their job. Uh, but, I mean, Florida State is looking like they're going to be the true dynasty we used to hear about of Florida State. Yep. And this was a big statement game for them. So they didn't have to get back on track, but this is they're firmly placing their sale yep. on the track. So yep. I'll, I'll go Florida State. It's kind of a cop yep. out there. Low-hanging fruit here. I'm going Vols. Um, I like it. I, I thought about it, but I, I would love to do that next week. A so, solid game. Listen. We needed that um, after the Florida loss. We And, look, I didn't say this when we talked about them, but the biggest thing that I needed to see from the Vols this week was a fast start because I think that was the key, one of the keys to our success last year. When you come out and you end the first quarter up two touchdowns, three touchdowns, it's hard for a team to come back from that. Yeah. So I like that we came out, we started fast, we were a little slow in the third quarter, not scoring any points, but um, we did okay. So. Um, with that, let's go ahead and hit locked on. Yeah, let's and, uh, let's lock it on, baby. Gotta, lock it, lock it, lock it. We got a little Pop, uh, lock and drop the picks. <laughs> we got a little guest, Ooh. a guest to bring on. Let's go. Um, yeah, how, how you want to arrange? How we're doing ours? You just want to get all, his all let's three get, together. Yeah, yeah. want to get all three while we got him on the yeah. line. Yeah, we're gonna go hit hours uh, back and forth. We're like gonna we're gonna go live with uh, Scott's locks here. So we're gonna get my dad. Go. We're gonna get my dad a call. Every time, little backstory behind this quickly. Uh, every time my dad makes my picks uh, for betting for the week, I win every Love single see. one. So he is solid. He knows his football. We he spends all day Saturday watching, all day Sunday watching football. He knows his stuff from the back. So. We're going to give him a call real quick and Let's see what he has to down. say about the games upcoming this week. Oh, man, I'm fired up. I love a good call in. All the ring. We need to start randomly. We need to do our fiancés next week and see who will answer. Mine won't. <laughs> well, you don't have a fiancé. I'm so yeah. sorry. Hey. This is uh, – so you're live on the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 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 Uh, so we're just calling in. We want to get your uh, top three picks, uh, your locks for the college football week coming up, and um, basically just who you think is a lock to win. Congratulations, by the way, for joining the biggest sports podcast in um, the eastern specific part of Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what are, am, what are your uh, three picks? Say what? I am honored. <laughs> so what do you know? What are your three? What are your <laughs> three locks for the week? That you're getting here. Say what? This is valuable knowledge that you're getting here. This is yeah. This could win this us lots what of we money. Pay for. Yeah, yeah. So what are your three locks for the week for college football? Missouri over Vanderbilt. Oh sure, sure. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. Okay. Notre Dame over Duke. Oh, spicy! That's it. Okay, spicy. Okay, 
I really don't think Duke's all that in a bag of chips, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, throw some shade. Okay. And Texas over Kansas. Oh. Think Kansas is overrated, too? That stung me to the heart. I do. While we're talking about teams that could potentially be overrated, I would be remiss to have you on uh, on the podcast without talking about your, been a cowboy. <laughs> without talking about your beloved Cowboys and their uh, loss to our uh, beloved VFL Josh Dobbs today. Uh, do you have any quick thoughts on on the Cowboys' loss today? What that looks like? They didn't do great on offense, uh, which they have the past couple weeks. And clearly struggled on defense, too, which is, again, not what we've seen the last two weeks from the Cowboys. So do you have anything on that? They had three offensive linemen that were out injured. Oh, wow. I'm sure that played a little bit of a part. Two guys that were making their first NFL starts. Lord. I'm I'm sure that affected their ability to run. And even, obviously, Prescott's pass protection was questionable most of the day. (laughs) Yeah. And then... uh, you know, when you lose an off-road cornerback on Thursday at practice for the season, I just don't think you re- your defense rebounds that quickly. Yeah. Yeah, With certainly. With Trevon Diggs tearing his ACL and being out for the season, oh, I I'm sure that. they'll make adjustments and they'll be fine in the week, you know, in the coming weeks. But, sure. You know, two days before your game, it's awful hard to make those adjustments when you lose a cornerback like that. Yeah, yeah. The Cards are the worst team in the NFL, supposedly, so I don't know. If that helps, but we can rest assured that Josh Dobbs is an absolute baller. So anytime he, he locked in a multi-year deal to be yeah. a backup quarterback. In yeah, so I think anytime he sees the opportunity with a great starting cornerback out, um, I mean, truly, you make a good point. It is hard to make that turnaround so quickly. So I think anytime Josh knows that there could be a weak side of the ball, he's probably going to target it. A he little is an bit astronaut. More. Yeah, he is an astronaut. He is. So. He is. If, if I had to lose to somebody, at least it was a volunteer. So. Love to hear. That's it. what we want to hear. Come on, Clap yeah. Clap it up on the yeah. Clap yeah. it up, baby. We so, so are the Cowboys bouncing back? Full against him being a Tennessee fan. So. Yeah. All supporting balls. Yeah. To see it. So are the balls bouncing back next week in your or not the balls? The Cowboys bouncing back next week in your opinion or against uh, your Patriots at home? I think we'll 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 see. I'm not in panic mode yet. We we have to see what they do. I'm willing to say this is a, there's a lot of things that factored into this game. We'll yeah yeah the hoodie's going to be shredded. Their offense not had to win a football game for them. So that's sure. a good point. Yeah, revenge game yeah. kind of with uh yeah, with Zeke. Probably are a good defense. So yeah. Yeah, well, they they've got the revenge game coming up with, uh, against Zeke. So, do you think that's going to feed into it at all? I know there's still some love between Dak and Zeke. So, my guess is the defense will want to prove something. Sure, they make a good point. Solid, solid. So, okay, well, we'll see how those locks turn out. And uh, okay. thank you for uh, picking up the phone and entertaining us for uh, about five minutes. We love so. good dads. You are welcome. Uh, all right, well, all right, so later, see you. Okay, you have a good night. All right, bye. All right, love you. He told me to have a good night. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. So, my locks, man, he kind of came with some spicy ones. Yeah, some spicy. Uh, I think that, and I won't elaborate too much, I think the Duke, um, the Duke-Clemson game, uh, Duke-Clemson, yeah, Duke-Clemson, um, I, I, I think it's, 
I think you're kind of getting a Kansas game day last year type deal. Yeah. Where college game day went to Kansas because Kansas was turning it around. Everything was looking good. And then they got ran out of the building. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of to figure out if Duke's the real deal or not. Yeah. Um, we're getting our sports book pulled up now. I went first last week on the pod. Our what was results. your record last week? I went 3-0 and last week. Yeah. Keep it up yeah. for myself. Um, I had the Arkansas spread, the UT spread, and Oklahoma spread. So 3-0. and The boy over here had Michigan, which was a push. Pretty much a win. You don't lose money on that. Uh, you Missouri boys came through. Your dad also said Missouri. Yeah. You can tell you're his son. And the <laughs> coastal pick didn't hit. Can't hit all But they were close. They were close to Georgia State. Yeah. So. so I'll let you go first this week. You seeing one you like yet? Mm. Don't cheat. Don't I've been big you. on the FCS games this year. Yeah. Um, or the group of five games. I'm probably going Louisiana Tech over uh, – UTEP. Oh. UTEP. Is it, what's the spread? Just one? So pretty much a pick em. Yeah. Um, we'll get a plus one. You get a point to play with there. Louisiana Tech's the underdog, but I'm definitely going to take them. Uh, I didn't UTEP roll out their third-string quarterback this nah, week? I think, so, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Josh McAllen's kid. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I like it. We love supporting the little boys. Yeah, I'm probably taking Please Louisiana Tech. Out. We love supporting the little schools. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, for me, real quick, yeah. um, I will take uh, find Utah on there. Um, Utah is going to be my first pick. I went underdogs from, at Oregon State. Yes, I went from last week thinking UCLA would walk in and cover that for me. Yeah. Uh, this week, I think Utah is legit. Hopefully, you see Cam Rising back finally. I sure. think Oregon State is fraudulent. And they just lost to Washington State in Pullman. Um, and now they got a tough, tough, tough Utah team yeah. coming in. And Utah's an underdog yeah. by one and a half. Yeah. Definitely give me Utah for my first one on that yeah. one. I'm very happy um, I'm going from picking against them to picking to them this week. So Utah is without a doubt my first lock of the week. Going group of five again. <laughs> Brother, I, I didn't pick JMU last week. I should have riding JMU. I'm going them again. They have That's done true. me well. Screw South Alabama. They um, cost me less. Yeah, screw South Alabama. Yeah, screw You're South right. Alabama, bro. Yeah, they cost me thirty five dollars. Um, JMU's man, their offense just looks great. Um, for where they're at, um, new to the FBS scene. So you got James Madison winning by four and a half. Is that yeah. the line? Yeah, yeah, I'll take James Madison for sure. Um, for mine. Think I'm gonna go. You know what? We had we had your papa calling in, getting yeah. his picks on the game. Yeah. I personally love chaos, so I'm going chaos. Um, give me okay. the Kansas spread at oh. Texas. Okay. I think Kansas is hot. I think they're playing good football, and I think Texas isn't good enough to blow them out. I think they're good enough to win, but 17 points? Yeah. That's a pretty big matchup, and 17 is a rich amount of points. Yeah. So I am going to take Utah, and I'm also going to take Kansas going into Austin to keep it within 17. I think Kansas is a good enough team to at least keep it within two touchdowns. Okay. This is your third right here, right? Yeah, third and final one. So you had JMU, and your first one was Louisiana Louisiana Tech over UTEP. Are we getting a Power 5 here? 
Yeah, I was going to go. Uh, I wanted to see the line before I picked it. Oh, there it is. I'm going to go like father, like son here. Oh, what a guy. I'd probably go with Notre Dame over Duke. And here's, what a guy. I Five and a I half? You like it? I don't know that I totally agree that Duke is a fraud, like my dad said. But, man, Notre Dame just lost a gritty game at home against an Ohio State team that, in my personal opinion, they probably should have beat. Sam Hartman is light years better than McCord. Um, and that's not that's not a slide on McCord, but Hartman has had – I mean, he's a senior. You know what I mean? Um, a lot more experience. So, um, yeah, what was the line? Five and a half? Five and a half, yes, sir. Yeah, I, I would hammer that personally. I think that's got to be my lock. I think Notre Dame does fine. Is that game at Duke? Or is it at Notre Dame? It is at Duke because College Game Day is going to Durham. Okay, yeah. Um, smart kids. What if Mike Shashesky makes an appearance? Oh, yeah, I bet he's the kids' uh, picker. Yeah, they're gonna be fired <laughs> up. Yeah, still, even with it being a home game at Duke, I don't think Notre Dame's rattled by that. I mean, uh, I don't think that's a factor. So, yeah. um, for my last one, I'm between two, um, and one of them is Colorado at home against USC. Um, let me pull it up for the people at home so you can keep up with it and know what the line is. I know that is a later game. Um, Colorado is an underdog, of course, but the spread is kind of nasty. It's kind of disrespectful. Um, we're not seeing it on here. Colorado Boulder. Okay, maybe it's just not here. That's fine. But it was a it was a very heavy spread. There it is. Twenty three points. USC isn't killing teams, just to be fair. And I mean I, I think Dion will try to keep it within three touchdowns this week. As much hype as Colorado. Is it at Colorado? Had. It's in Boulder, yes. It is in Colorado. Uh, so I, I do like twenty three there, but just because just of what's going on, I'm not gonna take them. Give me Arkansas for my third lock. Arkansas paid well last week for me. I'm going to take them again. Um, they are an underdog Bounce at home. Game for Arky. They are an underdog at home they do by play six well and home. a half. Yeah. And uh, Texas A&M is a good team. I don't know if they're that team. And, again, we talked Pittman hot seat. Uh, I think this is going to be a game. And, also, I'm getting, game. I'm getting a touchdown at home. If and so, again, A&M me, loses – What's the situation? This for could be looking at hot seat both sides. Whoever loses this game, yeah. So there's a lot to play for yeah, here, but I'm going to take Arkansas, especially at home, getting that amount of points. Sure, I, I feel good about sure. it. Um, Arkansas is a tough team. I don't think Jimbo's team's going to like that. So I'll take Arkansas, Kansas, sure. and Utah. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. Well, hey, that's our watch. Let's wrap it up. Let's go watch some football, brother. Yeah, let's play some Fortnite. Sunday night. Oh yes. Um, you hear my belly growl? Oh, bro, it's time. Chalupa on this time. Home. Um, we appreciate y'all. Any big um, milestones? Hey, we just so Spotify sent us the email that we hit a hundred last this week, week. <laughs> but we hit it last week. Yeah, I, whatever. Either way, we're grateful. We're thankful. Hit the like. Give us a rate. Subscribe it. Share it wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to it. I know we've said it. We're really gonna try to get some content out, some clips, some reels. Yeah, some we're things working. To get you we're engaged. working on. It. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So. Uh, yeah, we've got a guest. Uh, if you're if you stream video games, if you watch Twitch a lot, Mitchievious, the former, the Mitchievious, former college football player, hydrate, he's, 
Hydrated hydrate. He's a big hydrate. He is a big hydrator. Yeah, drink your water. Uh, Mitch is going to come on. He's going to give us some picks uh, and just talk UT football with us uh, as soon as we can get him on. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Be looking out for that episode. And, uh, hey, give him a follow. If you're, if you're on Twitch, if you're on the socials, Instagram, Twitch, at Mitch Evious, Mitch underscore Evious. Um, so, yeah, give the boy a follow. Uh, give us a follow on the socials, at Split Decisions Pod. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you guys next week. Peace. Peace.